0: The dilemma of research ethics. Oh yes, when I was writing this dissertation, I had to do lots of uh, classes and things, learning about research ethics, and most of it really is. I mean, there's a little bit of it, where you're told, you know, basically, that you if you go out into the community or wherever, and you're doing research, you make contact with people, and you say, "Hello, I'm a student from uh, Salford Media City." Then, you know, you're you are basically uh, speaking. I think I need to, to higher up the volume on this thing. Hang on a second. For some reason, the volume is quite low. How is that? Any better? It's still quite low. Not sure why it's so low. Anyway, so I'm a student. Oh, it's going red now. That's no good. Let me bring it down a bit. Okay. So maybe there was a reason why I had it so low. <laughs> Peaks and troughs and all that. Okay. So, you're announcing yourself as, as a student of the university. They have to protect themselves. So, they, they will not give you permission to, to do the research until you're ready. I mean, take now. Take Portsmouth, for instance. They have a very strict policy. I have to submit my research, uh, my, my literature review, and I'm doing it partially on EAL students, that's um, sort of immigrants, or students of immigrants who, who have more than one language in their household. And they were brought up using more than one language in their household. So it's, it's English as an additional uh, language, and, and all of the problems associated with trying to learn English in an English-speaking community when maybe back home you have all these these issues and uh maybe problems with access to technology and and uh you know, the various obstacles that you have when trying to learn a language so it's not so much the the problem of learning the language it's all of those additional sort of socio-cultural and socioeconomic factors which make your life as a student more difficult that's what eal is um, and I'm mixing that in a little bit, some of my research methodology. Um, I'm I'm looking into critical race theory because the, there's a lot of overlap there, this idea that um, uh, you're giving people an opportunity to, to tell their own story rather than have it told by someone else. So there's all of that. And I'm doing this um, literature review, and I have to submit my literature review. This is for my master's dissertation by the end of March. Then I have to submit my methodology by the end of April, and then I think it's on the 5th of May. Um, I then have to submit all of my ethical, uh, sort of my my information sheet and the the questions and all of that, uh, the consent form by the 5th, and only then... Once I satisfy all of that, do I get permission to actually begin my 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 new research, my practical research? Um, and the problem is, it takes a long time. So, so this uh, this the ethical thing. It, it is, as I've mentioned before, it's it's a nightmare, but it's also there to protect me. So if I if I get called before the ethical board. I have to defend what I've done, and I, I can be kicked off the course, or I can I can be disqualified, I can be failed. If um, or have lots of um, credit deducted, if I if I break those those ethical guidelines, so it, it's serious stuff for me and serious stuff for the university, but it's also designed to protect the contributor at the end of the day. Um. You know, people want to speak honestly, but they may want to do so um, anonymously, or they may be happy to have their name. It, it just depends. Everyone's different. Depends on what you're doing now, and whether you're talking about critical race theory or uh, what it was like to work in the East Tower. Um, to be an East Towerite, as they were, I believe they were they were called. Um, what whatever you know whatever your experience um you may want to to consider the ethical framework before you you contribute, and that's what it's there for but definitely um there is a a dilemma of the uh the research ethics, so this is what I've written, so I think having t v c in the community for over fifty years means different things to different people as is evidenced by my literature review of existing publications such as books and online newspaper archives. The main aim of my very small-scale study is, was, well, I'm still doing it, so it is, it's, it is, I suppose, to conduct research in order to tap into the unpublished data. I was going to go to the, uh, the BBC Written Archives in Reading and get all bits of paper where you had... I don't know. Morkman Wise talking about what it was like working at the BBC, but but they they may have mentioned people's names, and therefore you have to be very careful when you're when you're doing the sourcing because you you do not want to publish something, you know, and someone sues you or whatever. So you've got to be very careful, and the ethical guidelines are there for everyone, quite frankly everyone who is involved in one way, shape or another with the project. So I've written that the problem with this data that I've collected, that is people's perceptions, is that I must record it and then deal with the nightmare, that is research ethics, with regards to storage and access to that data. And I was doing this as a, uh, I guess, although I, I don't even, I don't think I even mentioned this in my dissertation, but it, it wasn't really I wasn't really um it wasn't quantitative at all really. I didn't want to know what percentage of people worked in the East Tower or what percentage supported Burt or what percentage were moved to Salford. I wasn't really I wasn't doing it for the numbers. This was qualitative. I wanted to know what people thought, I wanted people's perceptions. So I didn't really have to sort of produce any charts or graphs or anything to to show the data. But this often is the case. Um, But in in my case, I I didn't. I've written... I know there are several private Facebook or WhatsApp groups that exist already. Most of these are only open to former staff or or the purposes to allow former staff to discuss their former workplace without fear of publication. So whilst they exist, I, I had problems accessing them because I'm not a former worker. Uh, and this is this is my idea, so I, I'm I'm hoping to create a, a way that people, former workers who want to go public can. So my hope is to complete what is necessary for my dissertation and to begin a process which allows all interested parties to have their perceptions published. And this website will be a permanent digital space Um, for all those opinions and perceptions and anecdotes and, and all of that. And the photo I've used on this, this page... Is oh look at that. Um, so I think this was the first time I went to visit Television Centre. Maybe, maybe 2017, um, when all the all the coverings were still there. So there was still they still hadn't unveiled it. There wasn't a lot to look at at this point. But um, definitely, when I went back the following year, there was a lot more to see. So that was 2017 or maybe 2018. I can't be can't be sure of that fact right now, but I think if it was the first time I went, that would have been 2017.